Pauline, my eldest sister, born on the 6th of October 1954. Patsy, my other elder sister, also known as Precious Puss, born on the 8th of March 1956. Then there was me, Clear, Cleary, Claire, born on the 18th of May 1957. About five feet three and a quarter fully grown, medium build, who never made it on the look stakes until quite late in the day, described as ugly, just ugly, completely confident on the outside. Next in line were our brothers, Carl and Martin, followed by Christine, who was born on the 27th of November 1962. Denise, our adopted sister, born at the same time as Christine. Eastman, my stepdad, although he never married my mother, a Barbadian, he was big and stupid, and he had four children by my mother. Cynthia, Norma, and Gina, my half-sisters, and Winston, my half-brother. Then there was Bem, our lodger, and he was an old man whom my parents had known in Jamaica. He witnessed my mother's treatment of me and her fights with George. He was a good friend to me, which in the end proved his downfall. I had another good friend called Mary, but she was made up. Mary knew what I knew, and only I knew Mary. In the end, Mary disappeared. I think my mother stole her. I was bedwetting ever since I knew myself. This infuriated my mother, and was the cause of most of the beatings I had. She would wait until I was in bed, then come in, throw the blankets off and grab me by the edge of my knickers and lug me out of bed. Holding on to the neck of my nightie to prevent me from running away, she would take off a shoe and beat me with it. What are you going to do, she would ask. Not wet the bed. Liar. What are you going to do? I'm going to wet the bed, I said. Yes, I thought so. You see, you are a liar. She slapped me across the head with the shoe and punched me in the chest, and when I said no, she accused me again of being a liar and slapped me once more on the side of my head. One Saturday morning, when I was five, my father came to the house. He had been to Petticoat Lane and had bought two large chickens. The first chicken fell off his shoulder onto a table, and the second was slapped down next to the first. As he stepped outside, a chicken thrown by my mother narrowly missed his head. You want dead? If it's dead you want, you're going to get it. Come. George told her to stop being silly, but she simply pulled a pair of scissors from the waistband and lunged at him. He fell backwards on top of me, and when I tried to get him up, his stomach was covered in blood, and there was blood all over my pretty dress. Later we found out that my father did not want the police involved, even though he had to spend two weeks in St. Giles Hospital in intensive care. Over time, George and Carmen's fights got worse, and he took to irritating her by not leaving his wallet where she could have ready access to it. Just before the last time my father left, George and Carmen had a big argument about money. I was hiding behind the settee. It was my favourite hiding place. He foolishly turned his back and walked away, and she caught him with a wire coat hanger which pierced his face just below the jaw and came out the other side. 
he took a large towel to the hole in his face and he left the house. We did not see him again for a very long time. My mother's view must have been that our father did not give her enough money. One way of saving money was by not giving us enough food to eat. She used to keep the food cupboard locked with the key in her bra. In November 1962, my mother suddenly went into hospital. We were told that she was going to have a baby and would be away for a while. Just before she went in, we had a lodger come to stay with us. His name was Bem. He was old and he had a problem with his balance. He never walked. He sort of shuffled, paused and shuffled again. Poor Bem was effectively housebound. He lived at the top of the house in the back bedroom and spent most of his time there. On occasions he would venture out and sit in our sitting room.